In 2008, I came out with another major book, The Essential Family Guide to Borderline Personality Disorder, New Tools and Techniques to Stop Walking on Eggshells. It contains a clear-cut system with five skill sets to help family members move beyond blame and use concrete solutions to feel better, get unstuck, be heard, and set limits with confidence. As you'll see, I've sprinkled some items from the book in this new edition— Both books complement each other and offer different perspectives. Family members need all the help they can get. Paul Mason, my co-author, took a different path. He is now the Vice President of Clinical Services at Wheaton Franciscan Healthcare All Saints in Racine, Wisconsin. In his role, Paul has executive and administrative oversight of the Mental Health and Addiction Care Service line, which includes three inpatient programs and six outpatient clinics serving the needs of adults, children, and families in southeast Wisconsin. His three children, who were just entering grade school when this book first appeared in bookstores, are now ages 13, 17, and 18. He continues to be happily married to Monica, who, when not taking care of all the family needs, maintains a small therapy practice serving adults and couples in Racine. We hope you'll enjoy this new edition. Introduction Intimate Strangers, How This Book Came to Be I must be defective. That was the only explanation I could think of for his behavior. Why did he act so loving one moment and then rip me to shreds the next? Why did he tell me I was talented and wonderful and then scream at me that I was contemptible and the cause of all his problems? If he loved me as much as he said he did, why did I feel so manipulated and powerless? And how could someone so intelligent and educated sometimes act so completely irrational? On a conscious level, I knew I hadn't done anything to deserve this treatment. But over several years, I came to accept his view of reality— that I was flawed, and everything really was my fault. Even after the relationship ended, my feelings of distrust and low self-esteem remained, so I began seeing a therapist. After several months, she revealed something to me about my former friend that would radically change my life and those of many others. The behavior you describe is very characteristic of someone with borderline personality disorder, she said. I can't make a diagnosis since I've never met him, but from what you've said, he certainly seems to fit the criteria. Borderline personality disorder? I had never heard of it. She recommended that I read I Hate You, Don't Leave Me by Gerald Kreisman, M.D., 1989. I did, and discovered that my friend's confusing behavior matched seven out of the nine traits for borderline personality disorder, BPD, listed in the clinician's Bible, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual. Just five traits are needed for a diagnosis. I wanted to learn more about how the disorder had affected me. I needed to know how to heal. But I could find just two books about BPD for consumers, and they were more like popular explanations of BPD than practical self-help books for family members. So I decided to write my own self-help book. Because BPD affects six million people in North America— I figured that at least 18 million family members, partners, and friends, like me, were blaming themselves for behavior that had little to do with them. A friend, who knew I wanted to write the book with a credentialed mental health professional, suggested that I contact a colleague of hers, Paul Mason. 
A psychotherapist, Paul had worked with borderlines and their families in inpatient and outpatient settings for ten years. A respected journal had published his research on the subtypes of BPD. He had also given several professional and community presentations on the subject. Like me, Paul strongly believed that friends, partners, and family members of those with BPD desperately needed to know they were not alone. Family members tell me that they're in an emotional combat zone and they just don't know how to react anymore, he said. Paul began researching the book, searching the professional literature for relevant studies. Many articles discussed the difficulties of treating borderline clients, whom some practitioners view as being needy, challenging, and slow to improve, if they get better at all. But although the articles outlined coping techniques for trained professionals who see borderline patients one hour a week, most glossed over the needs of the untrained family.